This show uh is this show PG? No, you can say whatever you want. Okay, you know, I just I gotta say it, man. Fuck Boston. I <laughs> with a burning passion. Oh man. Did you I like- enjoy I enjoy seeing them lose. I can't I you know I, I'm not gonna lie, I really enjoy seeing their downfall. So did I can't you, wait uh, so for, did you so did you enjoy winning time, Mitch? You know, I really did, and I think Jerry West needs to chill out a bit. Like I don't think Oh, uh, that was horrible what they did him. No, listen, I don't think they portrayed him that bad. Like it started out like, oh, he's uh, listen, 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 Linda. Mitch, so I can't he, say that. Jerry Beatty left the the set because of how they treated Jerry West. Okay, it's not my. He left the paid gig. He was getting paid. He said, "I quit." Okay, that just goes to show old school people can be sensitive too. Because I don't think that they, I don't think they portrayed him that bad. So I think it's a it's a story arc. It is a story arc. They started out okay, you know, he's all angry and raw, right? But then like. You show like the background of like, okay, this is why he's like this. And like it humanized him in a bit, you know, once we got a couple, once we got, uh, you know, deeper into the show. So, no, I don't think that they, uh, I don't think that they portrayed him that bad. I don't think, any, I don't think they portrayed anybody that bad. I mean, like, I think uh, they, Magic. Magic was a player. Yeah. How do you think, <laughs> how, do you, how do you think he got what he got? Magic was a player, baby. <laughs> yeah, but I think he wanted to see that off top. It happened. That, I thought it that happened. magic was gonna. I thought it I, like they had they had kept showing magic banging all these you know like black women basically like just like actual like you know like black skin black women. And I thought magic was running through mainly like maybe it was like once he became like magic in all caps once they. You know, this this show shows it's it's either what ended with them winning uh the first championship. So he was already a star based off Michigan and you know mm-hmm. but you know, once they started like really rolling there in the eighties, you know, I, I just think that magic, the type of women that, that women with that magic was running through was just I mean, beautiful white women, you, you know, his Hispanic maybe back then, I don't know, Asian, uh, beautiful light skin. You know, and why did they? I said this, and Shane tried to disagree. Shane tried to say that I said, I said, why did they make Cookie Johnson like this dark skinned black woman? Cookie Johnson is a light skin, <laughs> like she was a dime piece light skin. She's not light skin, fool. Listen to Shane. So, so what, what color is she, Shane? Cookie, what, what cookie, cookie is she brown complected? No, Cookie is light skin. She is not light skin. Oh my gosh, then why is EJ so light? Why huh? is EJ so light then? What EJ's not light? Oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm looking at his picture right now. Y'all got a definition of light. Because Steph is light. Clay is light. Oh my gosh. Well, Cookie's not that much darker than she's like. Yeah. She's, she's medium. Like, like she's not super light, like you know, like Steph I, and Clay. I go to church with them. I, I know what she looks like, bruh. Oh, wait a name drop. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you go to you're on like a first name basis with them too, right? 
Get out of here, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've seen her face uh, face first in person, you know? Well, Shana, but, Shana, Shana, you like skin? Yeah. So, but Cookie, is Cookie not any lighter than you are? Oh, no, she's not. So what are you talking about? Jason, do you hear this guy? He just I said, how can, how can he say that Cookie's not light-skinned, but say that he's light-skinned, and then say that, and I say that Cookie's Dude. not any lighter than he is, and he agrees. I've seen her in person. I'm looking dead at her picture right now. Magic is dark. In person are two Dude. different things. Oh my gosh. You, just you don't the know them. <laughs> they don't know you. <laughs> I didn't say that I did. I know I've seen them in person. You think because you go to West Angeles, was it, was it West Angeles, Shay? That that makes you like friends with Magic Johnson? <laughs> I didn't say I'm friends with him. I'm saying I see him on the regular. Well, I did see him on the regular oh. when I was going to church. So, oh, but yeah. Man. You just admitted to being a sinner, too. So, no, I just haven't been at home in a while. I don't make me a sinner. That makes you a sinner. No, it don't. <laughs> don't put words into my mouth. I'm looking dead at at a picture of Cookie Johnson right now. She's light skinned. He's not light skinned. EJ's light skinned too. Oh, he's not. Yes, he is. There's a such thing as light brown or brown skin, not light skinned, but y'all go off. Are you you light skinned, Shane? Yes, I am. Is Cookie Johnson the same shade as you or lighter? He's darker. You said you just said earlier that she was lighter. I meant to say she was darker. Oh, I thought you see. see. You see how the story keeps on changing? Oh my god. <laughs> I can't man, this dude, man. I'm saying, man, he's your story keeps shifting, man. I don't know. Either way it goes, Cookie is light skinned. Shifting nothing. She's not light skinned. Either anymore. way. I mean, either way it goes. I mean, you know, Hollywood. I mean, you know, they're going to cast who they're going to cast. They felt they probably just felt like she was a a good actress. And as far as, you know, who Magic was running through at the time, uh, you know, uh, whether it was black, white or whatever, I I don't think he discriminated. And I think that was the problem, too. You know, right? Like, (laughs) he didn't. I don't think he cared. Plus, the forum club didn't help too much. You guys know how much I wish the forum club. Like still existed. Not even because I think I could get in, but just the just to be alive. I mean, I mean, and and I mean, I just, I just. That's like my favorite part of the of the show. Is is probably the form club. Yeah. Hmm. The form club and just I yeah. I mean the best. I mean it was just I thought it was really good show for the. I thought that was a good show. Mine it's Jay West stuff. But yeah, it was a it was a dope show. Minus Jerry West. Okay, stuff. break it down for me. What you guys thought was so bad about how they portrayed Jerry West? Then, I just first of all, know. that's oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, 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 first of all, I never got the impression Jerry West has always seemed very mild mannered. Uh, whenever mm-hmm. I, I don't know him, I never met him. But every mm-hmm. you know, I, I was we all you know watched him on TV and stuff our whole life, and he always just seemed like a very mild mannered person. And pretty mm. much everyone that I know or I've heard who you know speak on the the, the his the portrayal of him in the show, who uh, knew him personally, you know Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete and these different people, 
Uh, obviously, Gary Media had a problem with it. I obviously knew him very well. Um, they all said that Jerry West was not like that behind closed doors. I mean, 90% of the people, or 95%, 99% of the people who actually knew Jerry West will tell you that Jerry West was not this maniac yelling and screaming and cursing like they have him in the, uh, like they show him in the, uh, portray him in the show. Uh, and then also I read the book, which is a great book. I, I like it so much that I have it uh, in both. I have the, the like paperback version, you know, hand, mm-hmm. like, like holding my hands, and I have the ebook version. And mm-hmm. nowhere in there, I mean, there's one part in there where he talks about they went out, he, he just, you know, basically uh, something about, you know, it's, it's some type of allusion to Jerry's temper where they went out to eat and they made the steak, Jerry's steak wrong. And, um, you know, Jerry told them, you know, it's okay, just just charge me for the steak, but I'm not going to eat it. And then he didn't really mean that. The guy charged for the steak, for the steak. And then afterwards, Jerry, like, blew up. But even in that, it was it was showing, this kind of showing, like, like how sweet he was and how, and really, that was the point of that little uh, part of the book, that little, uh, you know, um, like I said, illusion in, in, the, in the, in the book, it was even just showing like, well, even when he, when he loses his temper, he's still like the sweetest guy, you know? And so I don't know why they, it, it just seemed like a hit job to me, why they would, that they would, you know, show portray him like that uh, in the show. It just didn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I guess that's it. Well, I mean, you know I mean? well for me, it was <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I didn't get how everything based on facts, and but with Jerry West, they wanted to make it a character, him a caricature, and then the whole weird thing where he's like sitting on the floor with it with nothing but his drawers on and <laughs> having panic attacks and. You What's know. wrong with having a panic attack? He did. He said, "That's not. That's not, not. what he was like. You. 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 It basically. It basically making a mockery off the man's personality and character. When you don't yeah. have to do that. Like yes, I mean, he was shy. Yes, he. Yeah, he, he. He was. He. He, he was panicking inside, and he was. Uh, you know, running in the locker room, and you know. Having panicking and so forth, but he wasn't to the extent where he couldn't. He was antisocial. I mean, or couldn't be around people. Like he, he was still a person. He just was had it had its issues in terms of socializing, but he wasn't to the point where he's like, okay, I can't be around this dude. Yeah, you know, and then again, Gary Vitti was paid to work on the show and they, Jerry, the way Jerry West betrayed turned him off so bad he quit and didn't want his paycheck. Yeah. I mean, so because he already had something to about money. So anytime he turns down a paycheck and because of how somebody's being portrayed like, nah. And that's the only one they did that to. Everything is based on facts except him. So Everything. And then this is a this is a television show. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna play it up a bit. Like, do I believe that he's exactly like that? No. Do I believe that there's probably some parts of his personality that are that are like that? There probably is. 
But then nah. again, a couple episodes in, they kind of backtrack and they kind of show you why. You know, the why they were showing him like that. You know, due to like, you know, his his past. You know, yeah, tested, you know, and then all the losing too. I mean, you know, they you know, they did their best. I think they did they did their best. To you know, they they showed they he started off kind of wild, but they they ended up humanizing a bit to where he wasn't this like out of control person. Um, he he became more like grounded and down to earth, and you know maybe you know the the you know the mild mannered Jerry West that we see on TV. Like I will say this: I know he didn't want magic. That I didn't know. Yeah, I always I mean, knew that. Who did he want though? Did he want Mark Guire or was it Sidney Moncrief? Sidney was... Moncrief, there it is. Yeah, Sidney Moncrief. Moncrief. Yeah, and you know, Sidney Moncrief. I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame. He wasn't really a. <laughs> he was a really good player, but he was no. He's not no, magic. No magic Johnson. Yeah, uh, he's, he's no magic yet. Oh, uh, he needed magic. Oh yeah, yeah. obviously. Uh, my, yeah, I just. Well, for when, for when, what was happening when Jerry bought, bought the team? You needed magic. You didn't, you know, see him on creep. Yeah, uh, I just want to I say. Mean, uh, go ahead, Mitch. Yeah, I was just. Gonna, I mean, magic was the. I mean, it was just. It all came together at a perfect time. Magic was the perfect person for the Lakers. You know, Kareem. You know, was Kareem, but Magic. You know, really, just like brought out that. Hollywood vibe that you know Jerry Buss wanted the Lakers to be. See, I mean, it all really just worked out perfectly. Yeah, I, um, my favorite part in the book is at the end where I think it's in the afterward where uh, uh, Jeff Carlman is talking about like <laughs> like how it was such a it was such a, a special time in everybody's life. Magic Kareem. Uh, uh, worthy Coop, Byron Nixon, that they all pretty much view them their lives as you know like the the defining years in their life or went you know th- those in the eighties playing for the, for those Showtime Lakers teams, and then he goes on to talk about how like, like guys who who came and came and went and just got like a cup of coffee, so, like maybe they came to training camp and they were like a a. Uh, like just an extra body, and they might get they got cut at the end of training camp. Might only been there a day or whatever it was, and they like they they still they went around. One of the guys went around and asked everybody on the team to like sign his practice shorts or whatever. And like all these years later, these guys who nobody remembers will like they still have those keepsakes. And when life gets rough, they'll go. And he'll get some guy will go in his freaking closet or whatever, and he'll pull out his old, you know, practice jersey from when he was in training camp with the Lakers. And it's it's like it's back in Showtime, and it just makes life worth it. <laughs> it just hits me, hit me right in the in the feels, man. But uh, oh, probably last thing is you know probably along the lines of things that we didn't know about you know until watching the show. Um, Spencer Haywood. I did not know that he got kicked off the team during the finals. That was crazy. I knew either. Yeah. Um. 
I, I think I think in real life he might have played one. He played like three games. Or yeah, two uh, or three games, something like that. In the finals, and they kicked him out. In in the finals, yeah, in the right. finals. Yeah, and you know he's played in the show by Wood Harris. You know, one of my favorite Harris, actors. Yeah. You know, we all mm-hmm. love Remember the Titans. I love The Wire. I don't know about about yeah. she's like paid in full. Uh, yep. you know, and and I wonder if this is probably the time because they gave him a meaty role with you know a nice, uh, like Mitch said, you know, a character arc. It wasn't really an arc, but it was a meaty character with Spencer and his drug problems and stuff like that. So I wonder mm-hmm. if Wood might get some Emmy love. I would say my favorite, um, my, my I was rank the performances as far as my favorite. I would go, uh, John C. Riley number one. I'm pretty sure he's going to get some Emmy love. I Probably. thought Devon. I thought Devon Nixon as his dad mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. like Ice Cube as his dad. <laughs> it, was, it was something. And then I'm sorry, not Ice Cube. What's the kid's name? Well, O'Shea Junior. Oh, yeah. Dad. Uh, and then uh, I thought uh, I thought the guy who played Westhead, Jason Siegel, I think uh, he did a really good job. I thought uh, uh, Adrian Brody who's coming on late as. Pat Riley and you he started right. off he was like this 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 beaten down mm-hmm. guy and then that star power just like in a real you like the real Riley it started coming out of him as the season went on and Adrian Brody, of course, a great actor, Oscar Nami who made out with Holly Berry at the Oscars when she was in her still quite like pretty much in her. Oh prime. that's right. You know that? Oh that's right. And he then sure um, did. And, and, then, uh, this guy. <laughs> and then um and then I thought the also the I can't think of the girl's name, but the girl who played Jeannie, I'm pretty sure that mm-hmm. she's gonna get some because I think she did a really good, a really good job. So, yeah. I, um, but that's you know I'm just looking forward for I, what I'm really looking forward to is when they get to, uh, you know, because to me the team even though I, we weren't alive, we were all born in '88, you know, or uh, you know around there, and so you know we don't really we don't really, we didn't watch the Showtime Lakers. But still, the teams I identify more with from that era were once Worthy came in and Byron came in and AC, you know, and Michael Thompson at the end, you know, those, those like the second half of the 80s. Those are the teams that I kind of, you know, uh, identify with more, even though I wasn't really around for hardly any of it. So, um, yeah, man, I'm just looking forward to, you know, you know seeing how it, uh, Progresses. The one thing I love about the book is that another thing I love about the book, like I said, it's a great book, is that it's even though it's a nonfiction book, it's it's narrative nonfiction, and it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And so I like how the you know how the show started at the end with magic in the doctor's office, you know that right. little allusion to the HIV thing. And so I just hope it it, it has it. It has a uh, it gets enough season to run its course and end, you know how Showtime ended, which was with magic and the HIV. Um, as sad as it was, that was the mm-hmm. story. I hope they get to complete the story. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed uh, you know Quincy Isaiah as magic. Mm-hmm. I thought he did, and like you know John C. Riley. I mean, knocked it out the park for sure. Uh, after, so like, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Paul Westhead is kind of like the forgotten coach, uh, Showtime, even, you know, him and Jack McKinney. But I mean, 
you know, after watching Magic's documentary, seeing how, you know, Westhead came off in the documentary, not knowing too much about him. If anybody should have been upset how he was portrayed, it would it should be Westhead because he came off like a real bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I you know, I would be if I was Westhead, I would be upset <laughs> with how they portrayed him because they made him they seem made like Frank Vogel out there, like a pushover. Yeah, and like he didn't yeah. really know what he was doing or believe in himself. Exactly. But definitely not. I mean, but yeah, that's who uh that's who I think should, you know, be upset with the betrayal, but yeah, I mean they uh I believe they did get renewed for season two. So so And, and I gotta say you mentioned McKinney. The guy who played McKinney did such a good job because you know he did, yeah. I I, re- I know I know uh, you know I I, I know Paul Westhead. I, mean, I don't know him, but you know as basketball fans, I I can visualize Paul Westhead and all the other guys, of course. But Jack McKinney was such a, I mean he's because you know Westhead went on to coach other places. I think he coached at LMU, didn't he? I'm not really sure. And uh, he uh, so you know he's like a familiar face in basketball. But McKinney is really like an almost, even though he wanted he wanted coach of the year. The very next kind of been almost forgotten by history, except as a footnote of you know right. what could have been, you know. Mm-hmm. And but but it's like since I'm not really that familiar with him, really like that. It's the performance that the actor gave playing him. It seems uh, you know it's like sublime almost. It seems like you just you know, basically you forget that that's an actor and not the actual Jack McKinney, you know, uh, because I don't really know the actual Jack McKinney. I'm not familiar with him. So the guy who's playing him, it just basically is, is as far as I'm, <laughs> you know, he might as well be, <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know Shane has to make his dinner. So, uh, oh, I should, hey, man, don't cook do blast oh, like that, but I'm... What you gonna make, Shane? For, you gonna make for dinner? Uh, yeah, what's for dinner, Shane? Chili dogs? No. Um, steak? 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 steak. steak. Oh, we eating good now, huh? All right, my bad. I didn't know. What's for dinner tomorrow? Lobster? (laughs) Nah, my my skills are limited, but it's a little bit of skills there. But yeah, steak, cornbread, mac and cheese, broccoli. Oh, you a real Negro? Got it. (laughs) At ten thirty, you know this, man. I gotta keep up appearances, so yeah, let me have my mac and cheese and my cornbread. Come on, man. You don't always have to play into the stereotypes. You know that, right? My favorite food, my favorite food. Stereotype, no stereotype. You cook hey, every night, Shane? You don't have a DoorDash or Uber Eats? Um, yeah, I don't mess with them no more. Dang. I heard that. Customer service <laughs> is terrible. 
I'm not gonna that one. Shank, are you the type of guy since you cook them every night? Could you do you think you could survive in the wild? Like could you like <laughs> you could you hunt for your own food? And like Bear Gillis or something is like sir. Survive like kills like a freaking what do you call it a moose? Uh, what do they call it? Oh, I want to that. Man, if it comes to it, like I gotta eat, bro. So <laughs> there's no if it way comes to me surviving a damn wild shooting down something to cook. Yeah, uh, and I and it and it doesn't want to eat. Yeah, man. And then he says, have, yes. have to go. <laughs> Antho, Antho, no, no, no. And you know, if this were like. The olden, olden ages, you know, caveman days. He he wouldn't be a hunter. He would be a gatherer for sure. He, there's no way he wouldn't be able to kill for his own food. It's true. You said you be you be you try to survive, which you could not survive off just berries and nuts. So you basically said you'd be a dead man. <laughs> man, I'm well to eat. I'm, I'm, it's, it's it's pretty well documented. I'm not gonna, you know, what I'm saying. Let me turn on food. Oh my god! I need my meat. That's what she said. So (laughs) pause. Anyway, um, but yeah, going back, we want to go back to the uh, Rasheed Wallace thing that people gonna overlook. This is not his first coaching gig. He was just uh just coaching with Memphis with Penny Hardaway. That's why Penny Hardaway was like kind of gave the scoop or we on his way. Mm-hmm. But uh, something I've been bothering me and I've been thinking about it, and I keep thinking about it is that kind of like with with that hire, I feel like they kind of praising Darvin Ham for what they condemned Luke Walton for. But they, they did not trip it because it's Rasheed Wallace. What do you mean? Elaborate. Because if you remember, the whole reason why Vocal couldn't uh, pick his stab and that was a big deal is they were mad because Luke Walden picked his homeboys, quote unquote, to be assistant coaches. Like he got uh, basically everybody he was familiar with from the Arizona, University of Arizona alumni, from Judd Butchler to. Um, What's his name? Uh, Miles Simon and wh- whoever else you can find. Um, a couple other University of Arizona cats. They didn't like they didn't like the coaching staff because they didn't have quote unquote head coaching experience, and it did basically basically mutual friends and homeboys of the Walton. So that's why they made uh, they chose uh, the staff for uh, for Vogel, and the main emphasis. When Darvin Ham came originally, before our press conference was, we go look for coaches to have had coaching experience to help him out. And then the first hire is Rasheed Wallace, who was his teammate, quote unquote, homeboy. Quote unquote, unquote, they were teammates. I don't think you're using that right, Shane. Said teammates, then quote unquote, homeboys. But we're not tripping because said it weird though. (laughs) But we're not tripping on it because it's four time all star Rasheed Wallace as opposed to Yeah. That was was the best sign for me though. Um those 
You mean besides two preseason preseason games where they had everybody play? Oh, now you're talking about Frank Vogel's terrible decisions again. Gotcha. Not not to say Frank. No, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about where everybody played, including um, Kendrick Nunn. You saw everybody. Kendrick Nunn never played. Huh? Kendrick Nunn never played. He did play. He played uh, two preseason games. That's a lie. Antho, he did. He played two. <laughs> go back. He played, he played two preseason games. No, he, played, he did not. There's yes, he no, did. He was injured the whole time. No, he wasn't. He, he got injured at the end of preseason. Fact checks. Go back. He, he got injured at the end of preseason. He did play at preseason. But anyway, that's some point. He, well, like, look at they, I'm looking at like, Mitch. I think he, he's right. I'm looking at the House of Highlights, October 3rd, 2021. And it's Kendrick Nunn in a Lakers jersey putting the moves on Bruce Brown. There you go. But anyway, my point is they they had two games where they said we're gonna we're gonna play everybody, we're gonna go hard. And you thought the big three with everybody assembled, okay, they go hard, they pull he pulls a smash. And they play everybody, they went hard, and they they only barely up two points. Yeah, I mean I I, I don't that was not for me. That was definitely something wrong. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it would have. Uh, and we kept thinking, okay, well, maybe a reason will make a difference. Maybe <gasps> Kendrick Nunn would come back. That was so. I was. I, I, I that hurt my soul not seeing seeing what Trevor was doing. Like he used to, like have twenty. Now he's like, bruh. Yes, he's old Where now. Like, first play, they tried to, they tried to, what it, they tried to, who, who, I can't believe, I don't know what you guys thought was going to happen. I know a lot of people, pretty much everybody said it for the season. It's not going to work with West, with Westbrook. But more than that, it's just like, in 2022. That was because of LeBron. We're going to digress. Yeah, how, in 2022, how are you supposed to win a championship with, when you're, when you have LeBron James and, Westbrook and Dwight Howard and Trevor Reza and Carmelo Anthony expected to play like you know key Big roles. Minutes. Yeah, I mean this is this is like it's it's not a, a time machine. If we get in a time machine, then maybe so. But you know it was that was just that was just never gonna work. Um, so, uh, I mean, like I was saying, I mean, you know, last week it's just like I think maybe with a. Maybe with a different coach, I think that's. I think the squad, even the squad last year, I think we could at least make the play in. Like, if not the you know the outright playoffs, with a different coach, because I mean it didn't. It just never felt like Frank was coaching. Like his rotations have been trash from the beginning ever since he came here. You know that didn't change. But that's it there. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. His rotations you know, have always been trash. Do you watch the games, Shane Murray? I don't think yes, you I do. do. I do. Un- unfortunately, I did. And I see these rotations and I'm like, brother, why are you taking him out? He's, he's cooking right now, but you're going to take him right, out. Again, with both AD and LeBron out, he had number one defense before the season. And you gave him several players 
who either can shoot or play or don't play defense or play defense and can't shoot. So like I said, telling them to make lemons out of make lemon out of lemonade. His rotations so, have been trash since he came here. I've been he won you a championship, bro. He didn't win me shit. The spirit of Kobe won that championship. Frank you don't, you don't, don't win that championship without Vogel. I'm sorry. Yes, you don't win the championship do. without Vogel. Oh, yes, we do. Oh, no, yes, you don't. Do. No, you yes, don't. Do. No, you don't. We, what Can you identify anything that Frank Vogel did well? Aside from, obviously, we had a good defense. His defense, his rotations that you keep hating on. Because his rotations were trash, right? No, they weren't. No, it wasn't. He pressed all the right buttons in the playoffs, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Championship. The end result don't lie. Oh, okay. He's so the best coach we had since Bill Jackson. That's a, that's a lie, too. That so, is not, not a lie. The best coach we've had since Phil Jackson. Okay. So, last season, uh, you know, not this past season, but the season before, Obviously, Anthony Davis gets hurt in that Phoenix, in that first round Phoenix series, right? Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. Do you think that we had enough talent to still win that series? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So if we had enough talent to win that series, what does it come down to? It comes down to coaching. So, no, he was. No, not it comes down to Schroeder not having a oh, zero donut in oh, game God. three. Got you. So now we didn't have the right pieces like in there to. No, it's just how you how you supposed to be asking to be starting point guard and you come up with a donut. We won game three, don't okay? <laughs> It don't matter. You 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 don't you don't come here. You don't come here and demand. Oh, like, I'm gonna start. I need to start <laughs> and come in a playoff game and, and go donut. That, that's not no no, bro. It's no. Listen. Shane, you, you've already been lawyered. Like you think that we had enough talent to win, but we didn't win. So what's the what was the issue? Because without they Anthony, couldn't without shoot. Anthony, they, oh. you, you got, they couldn't hit nothing in that series. So we didn't have enough talent to win. We had enough talent, but we could we didn't hit shots. Oh, all right. Hey, that whole team shot at least what thirty percent mm. from three. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. If you're not hitting shots, what you what you what you supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You know, you've been misguided your whole life, and I've been trying to show you show you the way, <laughs> but you just refuse <laughs> to see the light, and I don't understand why. I need your light. I got Anto, my own. Anto, 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 can you, Anto, can you please ask him how much Frank Vogel is paying him? To defend him this much, because you know, you know what, man? Again. You know what, man? And then when, when we recorded last week, I was like, "Cause you know how he, how he talk, how how he is on Twitter. He's like, you know, like so such an optimist and everything. He has such a glass uh, half full. Half full. Right. Uh, he was not being a pessimist. And then so, but I was listening. To, I was talking to him last week, and I was like, "Wow, Shane is really like an analyst." But it's like the longer you talk to him, he gets to the point where you go, "All right, Shane, you're losing me now." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Shane. We're just breaking balls. Excuse man. me for not being a pessimist. Oh my gosh, did I did I or did I not tell you 
Like, Frank has to go at the beginning of the season, last season. You said that. You didn't I want him that. there before. So I did it. You damn right I did it because he's trash. That's not the point. The point, is, the point is, all of your, like, optimism, you know, you got us sitting at home watching the playoffs. Ron and AD missing 30 games apiece got us in missing the playoffs. But, hey, no one wants to hold them accountable, though. We want to blame it all on Westbrook, who played every damn game and averaged nearly a triple-double, but you want to blame Westbrook. I'm the biggest Russell Westbrook defender in this entire city. I was a player that gets 17-7-7. We're calling that a career year. But it's because of Westbrook, oh, we trash. I was just wearing my Russell Westbrook shirt on Sunday. So... I'm, you know, I'm a, still a big Russell Westbrook fan. That's not going to change. He could have played better last season. There's no doubt about that. I think he could have played better. Let's be honest. Like he didn't he play. But his idea, oh, oh, this season was trash. Seventeen seventy seven, not trash. I didn't say that. It's trash for him. You see, you look at it. And you, so you look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, no, it's not trash. Listen, it, it was trash for him. And not, not even him, but this, hold on. What? But this whole thing, like he played horrible, he needs to go. Hold on, Stephen A. So, listen, like the 17 7 and 7, it looks good on paper, but he did not have, like, he didn't have his best season. Let's be honest. Do I think he that he's not the problem? No, I do not. I never said it was, I never said it was, I never said he was the problem. I told you who the problem was it was Frank Vogel. No, it was a Bron and AD missing thirty games apiece. So, so LeBron and AD made Russell Westbrook just stand in the corner and try to hit corner threes. Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, but LeBron okay. and AD is the reason why they didn't have no chemistry. LeBron and AD is the reason why oh we got to move Westbrook around because Bron is tapped the wrong point all the damn time. So now you're trying to tell me that. LeBron and AD getting injured, like they wanted to get injured. Is now what you're trying to? Is that what you're trying to say? Because I don't understand. They're not trying to get trying, trying to get injured, but bruh, uh, your best ability is availability, and y'all are constantly the last two or three years ain't around. LeBron is clearly aging, so that's to be expected. AD, I mean, it is what it is. Yes, he is injured. It is not a best ability. That doesn't. I mean. I don't understand what their, you know, unavailability has to do with. And then nobody gonna say it, but it's a bad look. Westbrook out of all the big three, it's only one at the at the press conference, and y'all on vacation. LeBron already tweeted that counts for something. Okay, he tweeted as soon as Darvin Ham got hired, so LeBron's good. He, he showed up for vocal. What? He was at the press conference for Vogel. Marvin Ham here, I'm on vacation. You, but that's your, that's the leader, right? That's the leader. LeBron's probably in the gym. Yeah, he's probably he's he's been on vacation all summer, but he's in the gym. Oh, don't no, don't do that. Don't act like LeBron doesn't work hard in the off season. Don't do that. Hey. I ain't seen no evidence of it. Normally, you get a LeBron in the gym tweet. 
Instagram. The man is, the man is 46 years old. What do you expect? <laughs> like, okay, if you gonna be there, you gonna be on vacation. Don't tell, don't send no tweet talking about, oh, I'm not, me- I'm never missing the playoffs again. No, sir. Enjoy your life. This ain't your life no more. Enjoy your outside life. Man, get your boy, man. Please, yeah, Anthony, man, get your boy, man. He's off the rails right now, man. I don't understand what no, he's I'm trying just like, to say. I'm just like, if this was Kobe, he would be trash all over social media. But as Bron, oh. But he's Bron. Uh, people, people, Bron gets a lot of, gets a lot he gets of hate. A lot. I mean, he's, it's kind of like Kobe, where it was like 50 50. Uh, no, not the Kobe hate. Not the, not the Kobe. It, if, if that was Kobe uh, on the verge of winning a scoring title and we were losing like that, Kobe would get trashed over social media. But it's Bron. Oh, LeBron doing everything he can. LeBron having 30. It's like, it's like this, the same thing with Kobe, where. Half the people love him and he can do no wrong, and half the people hate him, he can do no right. It's the same right. thing with Ron. Um, it is. So, you know, yeah. he, he, he's always gotten probably more, I mean, more criticism. I mean, it just depends on how you, how you look at it. He hasn't really, I mean, he's been as great as he is. He hasn't, been a, he hasn't had a perfect career, LeBron. So, no. you know, but at the same time, he's in the top, you know, I mean, it's no album's fourth all time. Most people have been in the top two, even number one. So, you know, um, yeah, I mean, I guess incredible player and man, but, you know, I mean, it just is what it is when you're uh, uh, 46 years old. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. It's amazing that it, that's the standard that he said that he, that people still that expect somebody in year 19. To be like, it's like, why are we even discussing this? I mean, who else is even? He's been average thirty in year nineteen, but we. It's really like he's not supposed to be carrying the team anymore. He should be. He. I don't even. I feel sorry for him because he really shouldn't even be. Why is he still playing basketball? He has a billion dollars. He should be kicked back on the <laughs> on the beach somewhere. You yeah. know. Yeah. 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 You you would not say that that was Kobe, but I'm gonna let that go. I would say that. No, you wouldn't. You would not. No, you would not say that. Kobe was not expected. I mean, he really was expected to still carry the Lakers in year 19 and 20, for that matter, I guess. But, I mean, listen, LeBron, listen, he's going to miss, at this stage in his career, LeBron is going to miss games. Like it's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't expect him to play 82 regular season games. We yeah, should want him to play. Not 82, fine. At least, at least give me 60, 60, 65. That's why you can really expect him at this point. Oh, for sure. He's the, I mean, the real issue is, is AD. Like, that's the real like, issue. <laughs> we can only we can expect I mean, 60 from him at this point. Jesus <laughs> Christmas, man. I mean, <laughs> the man, he's always hurt. He's he's always down. Like I don't know, like I don't his, know. His regimen is, is is questionable. We don't even know uh, what his regimen is to you know. So something's got to change. I, I mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, to be, but you know, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll be a little fair to AD finally. 
the the injuries he had last season were kind of fluky. Like one of them, somebody rolled up on his knee, right? And the other you think one, I'm crazy, but I'm still saying this. He, he cheats like that. Oh, my God. He does. The one that hurt his knee, he got rolled up on. Like, I, If he did lay day, that would not have been that bad. The other one, he rolled his ankle. Like, you, like, what, like, I mean. It, that it one was a freak accident. Goofy. Okay. But they were both, they were both freaky accidents. Getting first it was freaky, but if he did leg day, that was just been okay. Let me walk this off. That's not that's yeah. not okay. Yes, it yeah. Listen, the man's wearing the man is wearing low top shoes and he rolled his ankle, ended up spraining his foot. Like it is what it is. I mean, it sucks, but it happened. The other one he got rolled up on, like and you know, ended up hurting his knee, hyperextending it. That's I mean. You know, knees aren't supposed to flex like that. So they were, kind of, they were they were kind of they were kind of fluky. They were kind of fluky. I'll give them that. But I mean, the fact that these injuries just keep happening to him. I mean, the man's never played eighty-two games in a season, which is crazy. Um, yeah, vacation too, though. You don't know that. He could be working right now. He was just in the club. <laughs> oh my gosh. This man is a hater. Oh no. Uh, bro, if you, you, you have a season like that, I ain't going in on damn clubs. I'm in the I'm locking myself in the gym. You ain't not seeing me until the season starts. Yeah, but he just had he just had two straight seasons like that. He he can't he has to go to the club. He can't just <laughs> nah, nah, bro. Nah. Nah, nah. Damn the club. I got my wife at home. I got a, a daughter. I'm not. What, what I need to go to the club for? The hoes? What do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> you got in house. He forgot about the hoes. He forgot about the hoes. Already. You forgot about the hoes already, Shane? My goodness, man. It, it ain't no hoes when you're married. There, you, you, that, that's your personal mm-hmm. hoe. You, you ain't no, ain't, uh, ain't no hoe. Did you just call? Did you just call his wife a hoe? What the hell? <laughs> the, the disrespect on this guy. When your AD is always hoes. Words of my mouth. I said your, your wife is your, your person. That's that's you. You ain't, you ain't got no more side chicks and anything like that. That's supposed to be you. On the next episode, we discuss Shane's puritanical view of. Marriage and and manhood, <laughs> and once you get once you get married, you shouldn't. I mean, come on, Shane, grow up. All right, All right so, really? Let's not talk. Let's not talk, Anthem. Yeah, All right, so uh, before we get out of here, just a reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. The show is also on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and every other major podcaster. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at TC Pod Network and to like it on Facebook. Just search for the Complete Podcast Network. Send feedback and mailbag questions to Complete Lakers Podcast at gmail.com. We are out.